Okay, thanks for being here on this Zoom call. A little odd, I know, but that's how this company has been since Jim Reed Anderson left. Too soon. I'm going to go ahead and mute Steven until we're ready for him to talk. Says, you know, 2020 has been a tough year for Six Flags. Retweet. Thank you, Kelly. So as I was saying, 2020 has been a tough year for us at Six Flags, but just because we don't have enough income to continue operating doesn't mean we can't get through it. Hell, we've done it before. So what this meeting is intended to do is serve as a brainstorming session where we can generate ideas for repackaging already existing rides as new for 2021 attractions. So like 2008, 2009? Exactly. Also, we want to focus on DC Comics characters. So I'm going to go ahead and unmute you, Steve. Oh, okay, okay, I got it. Riddler's Rectal Exam. <coughs> Wait, um, huh? Riddler's Rectal Exam. No, I heard you. It's just, I'm in awe. So you're saying it's absolutely awesome. Let's keep going. Kelly, do you have any ideas? The Canadian Eagle. <sighs> All right. I guess we had to start somewhere. So let's keep going. Steven? Harley Quinn's trip to the drugstore. That's less terrible. Kelly? X3. <sighs> also less terrible. Ooh. Fukushima's disaster transport with your tour guide, Aquaman, and his new dorsal fin. Worse. The new-ish Texas giant. Much worse. Bizarra's DUI. What What ride would that even be for? Um, the bumper cars. Okay. Uh, not bad. Not bad? Good. The good American Scream Machine. Not good. Catwoman's divorce proceedings. Okay. Now, what ride would that be for? Obviously a shooting dark ride. Hmm. Not terrible. Iron Rattler-er. What does that even mean? Batmobile's oil change. I understand. Well, Six Flags is out of business, and we're all fired. Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and now I'm back. I'm Ben, and uh, as an American, I want freedom, equality, and garlic knots. Well, then, I'm Mike. How you guys doing? Hi. Hey, holy shit, Mike is here. Holy shit, who is Mike? Uh, that guy from the Junk Riders. Oh, yeah, it's me, Mike from the Junk Riders. What's up? What's up? We don't get the, the full invasion this time. <laughs> I mean, last time you, you didn't invite Mike, so it was a partial invasion, but hey, no big deal. There's less smell this time, so that's good. Yeah, they are pretty stinky, I'm not going to lie. Look, I'm not going to say 
that I could interpret the smell from the picture, but... You can interpret the smells from the picture. It's okay. That's okay. I mean, it, it, it works for us, too. If there's a picture of coaster people together, there's usually a smell that you can interpret from it. Oh, there's a very distinct smell for any enthusiast. It normally smells like, um... B.O. Um, and B.O. A, a tinge of Axe Body Spray. Some, um, like, old garlic. A fanny pack that's been in the closet since 1984. And sadness. Oh, definitely sadness. Yeah, you know what's really gross in general is coaster enthusiasts. So... You're riding, rest- you're riding rides with those nasty restraints all day, and you're just picking up like thousands of people's bo, and it's just clinging to your body. And then if you smell yourself, it's just like, like that's got to be like the worst body odor combination smell you can get. Between that and like getting off a water ride at any Six Flags park after the Six Flags stu- soup in July, yeah. Because then you get all, like, the nasty sweat stank from anyone who's been on their those rides all over you. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. The boat, like, the water that's always at the bottom of the boat is always, like, oh. gross. Because it's, like, shoot from shoes and sweat runoff. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, it doesn't, and it, like, never actually leaves the boat. It just kind of sits there in the sun. and Yeah, it just, it just, meticulous, like, yep. Nope. It's sitting there coagulating. There we go. That's the word I was looking for, coagulating. Fucking, you ever seen kids ride the mo- the water ride with their mouth open for the splashdown? Ugh. Ugh. This is why we have a pan- pandemic. Things like this. Yeah, exactly. I saw a, v- a video of this little girl licking a handrail at a theme park. And I was <laughs> like, oh, Oh, no. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much sterilization you've done. Yeah, you look anything at a theme park, you're just done. You might as well be doing, like, that Simpsons bit where Bart licked the handrail on the subway. Yeah. It's pretty pretty much what you're doing. Although, honestly, coaster people might make things grosser. Yeah, so she, like, when somebody leans up against the handrail, and then the handrail just gets eaten by a couple of the rolls. And just, like... It's just enveloped in human... Human. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Cream on Well, it's been fun, guys. Yeah, yeah, the humanity of roller coasters. Welcome to the hobby, all those new kids. Yeah. Yeah, you like BO? Just stick around for a little bit. (laughs) One of us. (laughs) So, what are you drinking on tonight, Mike? So, I got, I had this on the Drunk Riders podcast, which you can find on Spotify and any podcast location. Also on Twitter and Facebook. There's my one plug. I'm good. Um, It's a Denver Beer Company pretzel assassin. Ooh, Denver Beer Co. Oh yeah, I got so when I was in, I went to Denver or I drove through Denver back in July, and I picked up a sampler and I'm almost out and I'm getting a little upset. 
Um, this might be my last pretzel assassin. I might have one more, but it's a sad day when I have to go back to Denver to get beer. It's so good. Oh, we so drove th- we drove through Denver on our way back from Vegas, and we stopped there, and we got a couple crawlers. And then I was like, "Why didn't I buy more?" Yeah, I mean, I went. I mean, I was up in Montana as well, which that's a hell of a road trip. Um, Texas to Montana, fuck. Yeah. So it was like forty three hundred miles total. Worth it, but long ass road trip. Um, but it was just, I got, so I went into a liquor store and they're like, I wanted to get, there was this beer called a hat trick IPA and I wanted to check it out. So I grabbed it. And then I asked the, he, the guy could clearly tell I wasn't a local in this small town. I was like, what's the best beer you got? And he hand handed me this, um, oh my gosh, I can't even remember the name of it right now, but let me actually, I can actually pull it up for you. But it was this, I only got one and I immediately regretted it when I took my first sip. <laughs> you know, like when a beer is so good, like when you take that first sip and it's just like, holy shit, this is an amazing beer. And it was a uh, Kettle House Brewing Cold Smoke Scotch Ale. That I sounds amazing. I drink. So, yeah, fantastic. I'm a bit of a beer snob in that regard. That's that's fine. I mean, I'm not at all. I've got something decent today, thankfully. But, Ben, go ahead. What are you drinking? Uh, Some basic-ass Deschutes Mirror Pond Pale Ale. Just some generic-ass Pacific Northwest beer. Well, hey, at least it's not a uh, Blue Moon or a Corona or a Miller. Like Gross. you can, like I'm used to hearing people drink. No, see, I, I kind of, my thing on beer is I, I just skip the middle. So I have no problem drinking PBR, Banquet, like um, any of those caliber beers, Rainier, but I'll skip everything in between. Okay. I don't know. I was a beer. I like was a beer snob. I did the whole untapped when that was cool in like 2014. Uh-huh. And then, uh, eh, it's just beer's kind of gotten boring. So now I just sort of like stick to my go tos, my favorites. And it's less exciting. Like I remember when I remember when beer was like fun and exciting because there's all this like new shit everywhere. And now it's just kind of like all the good stuff's been pretty well established and. That's just my cynical opinion. Yeah, I mean, so I have like a, we have a spreadsheet where we track all our beers every week. And I have only had something from like a, like Boulevard and KC is probably like the second bit, like the biggest brewery I've had. And like I had one PBR because I was, trying to get completely destroyed and I drank a 12 pack of PBR in an hour. Um, so it was, it was interesting, but yeah, I am total craft beer. Everything I do. I, I drove like an hour round trip just to go get a couple beers this weekend. So, so problem now, 
What's more important, beer credits or coaster credits? Oh, coaster credits. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Even though, like, my beer credit is getting close to my coaster credit, which is pretty sad. Which is what? Uh, I'm at 207. For beer? Oh, no, coaster, sorry. Oh. I've had, like, um, like since we recorded the podcast, I'm at, like, 80 different beers. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. I don't, re- I don't really repeat that much. Now, like, if I'm just going to drink at home, I have, like, my set beers, but. See, well, I, good for so, you plugging so, a bunch of different beers. Well, have you ever oh, done, yeah. like, do you ever do, like, festivals and shit? Because, like, I, or do you, when you go to a brewery, do you just get, like, one or two things? Normally I'll get like a, like a builder, like I'll, I'll go in and be like, Hey, what are some of like the best ones that you have? Um, and just kind of like build like a little sampler case. And then like, there's a brewery real close to my house and that's what I started doing there. And then I found out like which beers were actually good. So then I, I repeat with those and then I'll uh, like, they do a lot of like weird different special brews so I'll, I'll get those on occasion too but, but even even with all that you're only at 200 sorry yeah. i'm not trying to i'm not trying to shit on you are you oh. yeah yeah i mean so i am really probably over the past year year and a half or so i've really gotten into craft beer um before that i was like just drinking like Shinerbach, which that's like texas piss water yeah. Okay, that's probably way too bold of a statement, and it's actually pretty good beer. But <laughs> we got a beer hot take out of you before we got a coaster hot take. Yeah, I do love Shiner. Yeah, I, like, I, I think my beer count hit like four hundred and something when I stopped, which and that was between twenty fourteen and twenty seventeen. But I lived in Milwaukee, Minneapolis, and Denver at the time, so like living in three different beer cities was kind of easy to like catch all those credits. Yeah. Also going to a beer, like I think at one beer festival, I hit like 75 in a day. So I had, I was going to go, like, there was really, one that so was going to be here in Dallas that I, I think there was like 40 different breweries with, you know, each one has six different beers or whatever that they bring with them. And I was just going to go clean up and then well, COVID yeah, the uh, Great American Beer Fest in Denver is pretty fun. That's um, a uh, bucket show. list item. Too bad there's no coasters I can tag it with. Go to Glenwood Caverns. I could. I have. I already have Elidge, so I don't even need to go there ever again. I've been to Denver twice and never been to Elidge because it's been closed. You're not missing anything. <laughs> I'd like to ride Twister and the Arrow Shuttle Loop. Those are the yeah, issues that look interesting fine. to me. I went uh, when the Volair was still there, so that was, you know, Oof. an experience that I'm really upset that I had to experience. <laughs> yeah, those are never really pleasant. No. So real quick, I got a Kona Brewing Co. Hanalei. Island IPA. Oh, it's good. Nothing fancy, but Hawaiian beer. Yeah, can't go wrong. And I'm smoking on some 
25% something by Cresco. Made my first legal purchase here in Illinois. Yay. Oh, Illinois is legal now. Yeah, since January. Okay. Okay. Just so happened my my regular guy didn't have anything, so I had to go to the store for it. Ah. What a bummer. (laughs) I know. Real pain in the ass. (laughs) Yeah. Just... Yeah, what are you going to do? I guess figure it out. <laughs> Gross. Though. Yeah. Gross I mean, weird. that's the real option. Definitely. Shit, I... Get, get those heat lights, clear out a closet. Oh, you didn't even need that. Uh, we grew on at my place in Denver last year. Before I, I didn't... I missed the harvest. I moved here, but... Yeah, it was pretty easy. Like, we just put it in a corner window... Got tons of sun, natural sunlight. It's kind of nice. It stung up the house. <laughs> nice, nice. My roommate would burp dabs into it, sing to it. Classic. That seems like a good plan. <laughs> hey, awesome. Ben. What? Do you have any of the other sounds queued up? Like what? The the scream. No, I don't. I couldn't. I actually couldn't find that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Perfect. All right, here we go. It's time for a great segment. It's back again. Uh, I love this segment, Ben. I know you love this one too, Mike. I hope you enjoy this one. It is our killer coaster of the week. <laughs> and this week's killer coaster is the new Texas giant. Oh, Rosie. <laughs> Which I love the uh, the 3D animation of the of the death. Did you ever see that one? Yeah. Where, yeah. where like, it just shows like the lap art opening and then the woman just gets like sucked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then just lands on the side. Yeah, it's great. Just, yeah. I mean, that's an incredible animation. It's horrendous, but hilarious. I even love how the thing about that story was the whole, uh, you know, before the ride dispatch, she got the attention of a ride op and mentioned that her lap bar felt loose. And it's just like, well, yeah, that's like what everybody does. Or like so many people do that. It has nothing to do with the, the you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many people have said that? There, is this is this tight enough when you're checking a lap bar? Yeah, but like, I'm also like picturing. Remember Ben that one TPR video? Or no, it's the Gap video where the lady's like halfway out of the train as it's dispatching on Megaphobia. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. All <laughs> <laughs> right, um, it's it like was- this this bigger lady on Dave Megaphobia. Thompson. Dave Thompson's wife from the yep. PR guy. Oh my god! And so, like, Megaphobia is dispatching, and she has her whole leg out of the train, like she's trying to walk off, and it's like rolling out of the station. I think, I think she like couldn't get her. I think like her lap bar wasn't down, so she tried to jump out. Jeez, or something. It was like something weird like that. Like she was, or like she couldn't get the seatbelt buckled, or who knows? Yeah, that was great. That was wow. a great clip. 
that needs to be on a loop on Twitter. Um. <laughs> like, imagine how many great uh gifts and memes can come out of all those old dvd footage like the dvd footage like if you have an original copy of coaster expedition one or three especially the one with the holiday world uh ert there's some good ones definitely like um i assume you're like probably around our, our age right mike yeah i think so how how long you've been in the coaster thing how long you've been doing this so i go back to like so accelerator was brand new so like oh oh one oh two is kind of when like, i actually like really got into it um and then like i think it was like oh three is like the summer i just marathon accelerator like non-stop like 25 times in a day and then like the next day i was like hung over so um yeah i've been in it for a while x2 or x kind of was the catalyst and then i am just a degenerate ever from there right on so like were you like going on forums back in the day and stuff oh yeah so um i was like one of the original like rc pro roller coaster pro guys like um so like dan from midway mayhem he was i met him at magic mountain oh three um so I, I've known him for a long time. And then um, I was on there. I never did TPR. I just couldn't do it. And then uh, <laughs> I'm on Coaster Force. I've been on Coaster Force pretty much since like 09. I'm still on there. So that's like the only form that still has activity. Other oh, yeah. Than TPR. yeah. It's the only one left. And it's it's kind of, it's like uh, looking at like fossils. It's just kind of weird seeing like what used to be. And then you just see the comment section on any, any like park page. And it's just like the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. I'm like, Oh God, this is how I was back in the day. And I'm quickly remind myself. Absolutely not. Well, I think there's a little bit of that in all of us who like came up at that time. Yeah. Because unlike now where you just can go on, you know, any social media app, and follow a couple hashtags and suddenly you're an enthusiast. Right. You like actually had to search that shit out. Oh yeah. Like it was so like I did like uh you know like the the goon pilgrimage trip to Cedar Point and like it was one of those trips where like I found airfare to Chicago for $29 and uh <laughs> so we drove 4 hours from Chicago to Cedar Point. And I used it, the excuses of looking at colleges for the trip. <laughs> so we literally like walked on Notre Dame's campus. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to Notre Dame. Let's keep going. Um, and that was it. Like, it was great. It was absolutely, I mean, one of the best trips of my life. But damn, I mean, I was, I was living the hardcore goon life as a kid or as an early teenager, I guess. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean... Ben and I met back in like oh five through forums. Which one were you guys on? Well, we didn't really meet till oh seven. Like 07 we didn't meet in person, but we like started talking when TPR first came around. Okay. So yeah, I mean TPR was the first real social one. Before that, like I, you know, I was posting on Coaster Force probably in two thousand three, two thousand four. 
whenever that okay. actually started. But in nothing a, a real substance, you know, it was just like, I don't know, talking about like the most dumb things because I only wrote like 20 coasters at the time. Yeah, I, so to a little pat on the back, humble brag moment, um, when Tatsu had its media day, it was like a joint TPR and RC Pro thing, but it was like really like a, a TPR thing. And I was there like through RC Pro, and I just remember Rob Alvey like pushing people out of the way so he could be on like the first train. And we went to the other because that's when they were actually using the dual load for like the two weeks that they did. Um, so we went to the other station and got on back row and our train dispatched first. And he was so pissed. It was hilarious. Oh, so, nice. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what year was that? Oh, six. Oh, six. Yeah. So there was already uh tension rising between clubs back then too. That was like, that was kind of like, it was really awkward because there was a lot of tension between the two. Um, there was a lot of drama. I didn't like pay attention to any of it. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but like they, they put on a happy face because, you know, it was, it was Rob and Dan doing all the coverage for Tatsu with all the updates. Um, and like taking all the pictures and everything. And then they had, they had beef, but then like they tried to like make light of it as it was going on, but everyone knew there was still beef. It was, I still don't know the whole story, but it was, I know somebody got like banned from the park for taking pictures once. So it was a whole thing during, during the event or just some, um, I think so it was during, it was either during construction or like right afterwards. Like, I don't remember. Like there was like a restaurant that was closed that had no signage. So a guy went behind like over the little walkway and took some pictures. And then from what I was told, Rob reported him and then he got like a ban from the park for a little while. Cause Damn. he was in an unrestricted zone. That sounds like something petty ass Rob would do. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure there at some point there was like a, like a, um, oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They were being petty. So I just laughed to make memes. For That's sure. So you're from California. Yeah. Originally. So then I got to ask Disneyland. Opinion or opinions? What? Yeah. I mean, I had season passes for a couple years. I'm no I'm not like some like hardcore Disney guy. Um but there is something there's something different about walking into Disney and just kind of that feeling you get. So I enjoy it. I'm not gonna like go like if I go to Japan, I'm not exclusively going for Disney, but I'm if it's there, I'm gonna go. So, hell yeah! I mean, I'm not a huge Disney fan either, I like it, but you know, I'm more of a coaster guy. But I always found that like I've only been to Disneyland once, but like that's my favorite park, something about it. I mean, it Disneyland, I feel it just feels different when you walk in, you can tell 
like it's it's corny, but it's got like a different feel to it when you walk in there for the first time. And just the smells of Disneyland is just it doesn't smell like Six Flags. Let's just put it that way. Certainly beats the smells of Disney World. <laughs> Whew, Disney World is something different. Oh, yeah. Why anyone would ever choose to go to Magic Kingdom who doesn't have children is beyond me. That's that's the other thing. Like, as far as adult Disney people, for some reason, adult Disneyland people, see, it seems like one notch classier than adults disney world people if that makes sense i mean florida yeah isn't that isn't that the reason probably yeah and i feel like anything with florida is kind of just like a well you get what you pay for (laughs) but like honestly like right now would be the best time to go to disney world because there's nobody there and i still can't get over how many people can fit in magic kingdom like when they release the attendance like the ta I had no idea that was an actual thing that they could put 90,000 people in Magic Kingdom. Oh, just yeah. think of that 90,000 unique smells, 90,000 strollers, three hour wait for frickin' um, the dwarves mine coaster. Yeah, that shit's ridiculous. Yeah, that means they can be like 180,000 farts per hour. Probably more with Swiss swamp ass filter. Yeah, yeah it's Florida, Florida, so it's like, oh, fit everyone in with the. Ugh, I'm not even going to finish that statement. <laughs> this is a this is a f- fill in your own punchline. Yeah, you guys can figure out where that one was going. Just oh, imagine, Florida. just imagine like EVC chair, you know, 400 pounds from like let's say Mississippi. Oh God. Golden Corral, hundred degrees, multiple rolls and crevasses, just the the percolating fart passing through the rolls and the sweat. Mm. Well, it was fun being on, guys. I'm done. <laughs> that that imagery in my head is something I won't ever live down. Well, well, I mean, look, we like to paint a vivid picture here on your favorite coaster sucks. I mean, so, I mean, I think you could get those same people at Dollywood, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially and with those I hills. Hardcore, I love me some Dollywood. I love Dollywood. And at Dollywood, it smells a little different because everyone's, you know, in love with Jesus. <laughs> everyone's religious. So it's like slightly different fart smell. <laughs> Isn't there yeah, a line in a Dolly song that goes, the smell of Jesus in the air, or am I... But the good thing about about Dollywood is you get the cinnamon bread. So that smell helps disguise a lot of it. I don't know. It reminds me of like cinnamon glade as like a like an air fresh like air freshener spray. (laughs) When it's just like a nasty bathroom smell and you try to cover it up and it's just like, oh, now it just smells like flowers and shit. Yeah, I kind of pictured like that having the effect of like when you try to spray on Axe instead of using deodorant or showering, yeah. and it just makes this like horrible Franken smell. God damn. Oh, God. That's a bad one, too. I used to, when I was like 14, 
I, I wore Axe instead of deodorant, and that was a bad. I probably fucked oh, up. Oh, no. <laughs> I was I was going to say, that's just like, that's the smell of middle school, as I yeah. recall. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> just as like. That's the smell. That's like the official smell. You know how there's like the official smell of NASCAR. That's the official <laughs> smell of middle school. <laughs> a roving cloud of B.O. and Axe body spray. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, are middle schoolers in the area? Why? Because I smell B.O. and Axe body spray. <laughs> also, hints yeah. of uh, women's perfume, like a uh, cheap, like $2. Jessica Simpson perfume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. All right. Well, this is getting even grosser somehow. So we got a new segment. Now we're going to premiere. So, Mike, I'll give you the opportunity if you'd like to do the honor. We have found a fantastic one star review of a park from Google Reviews. And uh, Ben, maybe if we get the piano music rolling, we can have Mike read this one star review here. Okay. Now, do you want me to say which park it is or hold off on it? Oh, you can say which park it is. That's that's actually all of us. All of us in the Coaster Podcast, we you know we have our our nemesis parks. For you guys, I think it's uh, CGA. That's, yeah, me personally, it's CGA. Or maybe Frontier City. Frontier City, yep. Still have not gone, by the way. <laughs> I mean, and they got a Schwarzkopf. Yeah, and you know I'm a slut for a Schwarzkopf, so... Um, but I think Wildcat's down for the year, so I wasn't even going to bother if I could only get, like, three creds. Yeah, I mean, unless you're already going, other unless, yeah, you really like Schwarzkopf, then... I mean, I, like I said, I'm kind of a, a slut for Schwarzkopf, but... Then I'd say it's worth going for that. Yeah. But, you know, don't expect to be enthralled. <laughs> right, right. Maybe we'll get in a review of them next time. But Mount Olympus happens to be our uh, nemesis park or whatever you would say. I've seen some stuff. So let me, uh, you ready for me to read this? Yeah, Ben, do you have the piano music? Yeah, I'll start that. I was very disappointed with our recent stay here. Okay, Karen. We stayed in a room with two queen beds and a bunk bed. It was so far away from par- from park for one, and the room wasn't even clean. My socks were black, dust all over everything. Beds were awful. Blankets were awful. There was a parking lot party of about 20 people doing drugs and drinking and dancing all over cars till 1 a.m. What is this, 1950s? and was puke all over parking lot in morning. Gross, 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 gross emoji. And all their rides felt like they were going to break down, very unsafe, and half the park wasn't even open. We'll never return. One of five stars. That's okay, so That's probably the most spot-on review I've ever heard of Mount Olympus. Okay, Karen. Jeez. Have you been to Mount Olympus? I have not. <laughs> Don't you bad. just want to go now? <laughs> you know, so badly. Oh, I mean, man. It's kind Ooh. of a shithole. But yeah. That sounds like a hoot. 
but they've got roller the roller coasters are okay like hades is fun um cyclops was good. cyclops was pretty good it might still be all right i mean i've heard good things but it's i mean it's not somewhere i'm jumping to go ever thanks for that review uh the jessica we really appreciate it and uh party sounds awesome yeah it does i wonder what drugs they were doing (laughs) i know who i'd want to hang out with i'm curious about the people dancing on the cars right like who dances on cars apparently mount olympus oh my god mount olympus used to be a nightclub or they used to have a nightclub called club wet oh god no, Do you remember didn't. that shit? It closed. Pro- it probably was only open for like two years. It was uh, like a Vegas style nightclub. So they had, you know, like fog machines and like confetti and stuff like that. Not Las Vegas. Vegas, Kansas. Yeah. But um, holy shit, I totally forgot about wet resort or wet nightclub. <laughs> it was it was bad. It was so awkward. Like it was cool for maybe like a month when they first opened. The funniest thing was I worked with this guy back in 2012 and I worked with these like really basic kind of white suburbanite people. And I remember this one guy coming back and he's just like, dude, I went to club wet last weekend with my girlfriend. It was fucking awesome. And I was just like, holy shit, this dude, this dude hasn't lived. Um, anyway, I'll have to find some pictures of that. That needs to be a meme. Wet nightclub. I'm going to look it up right now. Wet nightclub. I mean, that just sounds like, yeah. That sounds oh, it's like got the one name star of... on. It's got one star on Yelp. One star. Drink got roofied. Didn't have a good time. <laughs> Owner kicks dogs. I need to look into this for Club Wet. Okay. Well, Ben's going to be researching Club Wet. Boy, oh boy. I had a fun idea. This show has been called Your Favorite Coaster Sucks since we started, but we've never actually roasted a coaster. So we're just going to go through over this whole season the the list of the top-rated Golden Ticket Awards coasters and just go ahead and take a few moments to roast them. So today's selection is one I haven't ridden. I don't know. I think Ben has. Mike, have you ridden uh, Fury 325? I mean, it's sure about it, but I haven't been on it. Well, that's why I figured no, it would be very appropriate to start with you as our guest, this coaster selection, since it was rated number one. Yeah. So, for your favorite coaster sucks, this week's coaster is Fury 325. I mean, the fact that there is a shirt made that makes fun of the amount of Fury shirts should tell you enough about this coaster like i don't get it like people like go crazy and if you have like the i'm just gonna rip like the the clothing for a second because it's like honestly like the worst looking shirts that you could buy and everyone wears them no matter where you are at any park and it's just like why so that's yeah. basically a shirt that says, I don't want to talk to girls. It's basically like virginity rocks is your shirt. Man. Abstinence. I want to go ahead and point out, I don't really, 
I, I don't understand how it's like the general trend is everyone shits on B and M's, and then it's like, oh, but this one is the best coaster. Yeah, I, mean, I, you, I, it, I just don't get that. I mean, it seemed to be that I think it because it was because of the region. Like, if it wasn't open in the southwest, I don't think it would have been as a uh, in the southeast or whatever southeast. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if it, I think it, that park or that region just lacked anything that great of a coaster. So I think that might be why it steals so much uh, attention. Like, if that opened in. I don't know, Ohio, it probably wouldn't have been as great. So you think know. Fury I, 325 falls victim to the, to like essentially what is the King's Island problem where it's like so many enthusiasts are in this given area that it boosts the ride up kind of just by location. I think, cause I think that ride falls victim to it as well as twisted Colossus being the only RMC in Southern California. That makes sense. Like how it's kind of like when that ride opened, everyone, I mean, South Southern California has such a huge population. And it's kind of like when that ride opened, that ride just sort of seemed to, like that ride seemed to dominate people's top tens. Like that was a lot of people's number one. So I think it's like the same thing, just like big region, only thing like it, unique, big coaster. I don't know. I, Fury was good. I I just thought that Leviathan was a lot better because Leviathan felt like a giga coaster and Fury just feels like a like a hyper coaster that they did a like a control Y on and just expanded the dimensions of it. But it's fun. I also think it's uh oh go ahead. No 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 keep going. I want to hear what you guys gotta say. I think it's odd anytime that you name an element after how it like looks. Cause it's like, all right. Yeah. It looks like a treble clef, but how the fuck does it feel? Cause really it's just like a big yeah. turn. Yeah. And, and I don't, and I didn't find the treble clef to be treble clef to be that uh, intense. It was just like, there was no, you know, it wasn't like sideways ejector. It was just like, you go up a helix and you come down the helix. It wasn't uh, how like I think some people really overhyped that element, and it really wasn't that good. Um, because that's like honestly, like the, my favorite part about Fury is the last three bunny hills. But when you start the last three bunny hills, you're only going what like sixty five miles per hour, and the bunny hills are only 70, 80 feet tall. That's basically like riding Nitro or Goliath at Over Georgia or Goliath at Laurent. Right, that's Goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you might as well. actually pronounced Goliath. Oh yeah, Goliath. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, like, I don't know. I, I just love Leviathan. And if you look at Levi, like, if you just compare photos, Leviathan's first overbank turn is fucking nuts because it's so small. It's like uh, that Millennium Force first turnaround. It's super intense. And then on Fury. They stretched out the first turnaround to be twice as long. So the first turn is like really forceless. And I thought it was kind of a letdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like a gig house, you got this 300 foot drop, this like huge buildup of speed, and then you go into a, your first element and you're expecting something really intense. And it ends up just being this like 
swishy, unforceful turn. And then you go into those like two low to the ground turns that don't really do anything. And then you go into the treble clef, which wasn't that cool. And then you're halfway through the ride. And then you basically just do a hyper coaster on the way back. Yeah. That's how I mean, also like the way they promote like the fly over the entrance. It's like maybe it's a little bit exciting, but that seems more exciting for the spectators than for the actual ride. Definitely. The only part that's super cool about that is that you're low to the ground. So you're going really fast. Yeah, I don't think you really, I mean, you don't even, you're going too fast. You don't really pick it up anyway. Um, yeah, I I think if Fury would have had, okay, all they would have had to do is take the first turnaround and first bunny hill from Leviathan and pop it into Fury, and they would have had like a solid t- number one coaster for life. Uh, but, they, but they fucked up. Yeah, I, I was supposed to get on Fury this year, and then fuck you, COVID. So that was a. Uh, I had a lot of stuff planned for this year, and it did not pan out. Same, man. We were all supposed to be at Hollywood Nights. Yeah. That yeah, would... that was. Uh, yeah, I was actually going to try. Well, no, I, I am tired of going to Holiday World. I think that park's extremely overrated. That might be a hot take. Bill, no, go. Hey, you want it? You want a quick uh, five-minute segment? Go off on Holiday World. So, last year when we went, like, granted there were storms, but I've gone to Holiday World more than I've gone to Cedar Point. Like, it just, that's where, you know, my friends are located at, and that's where I end up going. But when you have the thought process of, oh, oh, hey, I'm going to dip into the water park to cool down a little bit. You do the day before at Kentucky Kingdom, and then you dip down to Holiday World the next day. And, you know, Kentucky Kingdom, pretty good water park. No, not too bad of waits for anything, maybe like 20, 30 minutes. You go to Holiday World, there's an hour queue to get in the um, Lazy River on concrete in 100-degree heat. Like, when did that seem like – they have cattle pens for the Lazy River. It just blows my mind how like, like oh hey, I'm gonna wait two hours for a slide. I, I just can't picture it. And then, Legend is one of the worst coasters I've ever been on. Wait, what? Even with What's that? Why? Why is that? <clears throat> I don't. I don't find anything enjoyable enjoyable about laterals, and when that's literally all the ride is. I, I don't see a redeeming quality of that ride at all. <laughs> like if uh, if you're sitting on one side, you're just going to be slamming into the person next to you literally the entire time. That's going to be really fun though. It could be, but like not in that situation where, so like the first time I went there and I rode that and then the next day I went to Kings Island and I rode Racer, and it was either that or Racer that cracked a rib. Holy I played Racer because I was okay until I rode that 
gigantic piece of shit. But yeah, I mean, I love Raven. Raven's great. Put a, an extra 500 feet on and it would be even better. But they need something else there. So damn, Holiday World, most overrated park, huh? It's up there. It should be. It it is overrated as hell. I mean, we'll we'll take hot takes of any shape, size, religion. I don't know. But we love hot takes, so that's one we haven't had before. It's a very, very hot take. Well, here's here's one. We got we got some fun questions. What's the worst coaster you've been on? Oh God! Um, it's got to be the Valere. Well, okay, there's a couple. The Valera at Elish Gardens was definitely one of the worst experiences. Um, I'm gonna go Demon at CGA though. Now, if you guys have ever listened to me on the Drunk Riders, you know my hatred for CGA is very, very real. I honestly think that park would be better as office buildings or parking for the 49ers. God damn. Even with or the, the stadium that they're talking about building, that's how much I hate the park. Scrap all the creds. Um, Demon. I'll give you like my bottom five. <clears throat> Demon, Vortex, uh, the Valer, Racer, and, you know, and I'll give you the bottom four. That's it. Yeah, I'll let that one marinate for a second. Have you been to Great America here, Six Flags? Yeah, I have. And I enjoyed that, Demon. I haven't been to um, California's Great America. Is it really that different? It's so. I was with the eternal optimist Mark, who will never really shit on anything, and he even said the ride was atrocious. So if you have someone who like literally will say like can't or not Camden what park some like offshoot park where it's like. No one likes it. He's like, oh, it's a nice little park. And he's like, that's one of the worst rides I've ever been on. God damn. It's awful. Wait. Wait, wait. And you are talking about the demon, right? Yes. What? Oh, I guess I didn't notice anything weird about it. It seemed, I, I, it seemed like 80% close to the Great America Demon. Like the drop was different. The drop had no airtime. That was a little weird. Um, yeah, you just you were like planted in the seat the entire drop. Yeah, and like the there was something different around the mid course, but I don't remember what. And the tunnel was different. That I guess I don't remember that ride too much. I just remember being furious, like actually upset when the ride ended. And that and Vortex are the only two rides where I've actually been, like, legitimately upset and angry after getting off it. 
Oh, really? Vortex? Yeah. Vortex. People are way too sentimental about that, right? It wasn't good. Like, I only went on it one time. I literally hated everything about it. We also were assigned a seat in the very back row. Nice. Which, you know, if you're going to ride a coaster that is universally panned up until the day they announce that it's being removed, which is that's what happened. Everyone shit on the ride all the time. Until that funny? Okay, we're removing it. And it's like, no, you can't remove it. It's a great ride. You weren't saying that a month before or a week before. So why are you saying it now? Wasn't uh, that funny? Because that was the worst coaster. And then they go, we're tearing it out. And everyone's like, but it's my favorite. Nobody liked it. Literally, nobody liked that ride until they said, hey, we're taking it out. Why, why when I was there on a busy day, did it have an app, like a five-minute wait when everything else had like an hour and a half? And then a week later, it's officially announced that it's leaving and it can't get less than like an hour and a half wait. It makes no sense. That's just Kings Island fanboy being stupid, though. I kind of like. I mean, I feel I feel like that's going to happen every time a park announces a ride closure from now on, though. Uh, just because right, they can milk the nostalgia money now, because it's like they announced they're closing it, and then of course there's like all this fucking merchandise available, you know? Yeah, then they can sell the retro shirts again. They can sell the the final ride or I survived the vortex on its final day <laughs> bullshit. Um, yeah, they can, they can do like marketing wise. It's a, a good idea, but it doesn't make it not a shitty ride. Well, I think they're like all parks are just going to pull that regardless of how shitty the ride is from now on. If they close a ride. Yeah. Are you guys baseball fans anyway, by the way, cause I have like a perfect analogy. I'm a Cubs guy. So, like, Jeter retiring, he announces it before, and he does that whole stupid-ass retirement tour. And, like, he gets, like, a surfboard from the Angels. Like, what the fuck is this guy going to do with a surfboard? Like, come on. Like, you're just milking it and trying to get merch of Jeter's last game, Vortex last ride. It's done. It works. We're going to constantly see it. I expect, like, Whenever Vipers removed from Magic Mountain, which that one's actually good, I do enjoy it. Um, they'll milk that so hard. Oh yeah, they will. Or honestly, I could see Six Flags totally dropping the ball on it. Oh, you're also right there. Like <clears throat> just Four closing time. it, fucking Geauga Lake style. Or pull a shockwave. Say they're taking out, like, uh, I don't know. Revolution? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, wait, actually, uh, <laughs> quietly, Viper's gone. <laughs> uh, there was public outcry. No, there wasn't. I just... Don Helbig is going to just be the biggest tool again whenever they announce whatever's going in Vortex spot. And I pray that park never gets an RMC because I can't stand Kings Island people anyways. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, I give Don Helbig a little bit of credit, though, because 
Tony Clark's a bigger tool than he is. See, I'll fight you on that one. <clears throat> Tony Clark has not banned me for saying Onion287 on multiple Twitter accounts. I think the thing is, Don Helbig's got the credit. He was like doing the hardcore Coaster Boy thing in the 70s. So he's like the original Kings Island fanboy. The amount of petty that you have to like. So you, you probably just heard his little Cincinnati feelings. I mean, you're probably not wrong. Yeah. Because there's a there's a documentary about the beast that Ace produced, of course. And he like rode the racer like a thousand times in the 70s. And the park was all like for it because, you know, it was the 70s. Yeah. And then he like never left Cincinnati. He like worked for the minor league hockey team or whatever. And now he works at Kings Island. So he's just like a he's the original Kings Island fanboy. Whereas Tony Clark, who knows where this dude came from. But now he's like he's the face of everything that sucks about fanboys. I mean, he Tony Clark's been around since. 2000 I mean I remember following Dragster being built and he was teasing it back then yeah that's right I remember that he ran that blog yeah like he ran Cedar a Point blog, first got that go blog. Out, take a picture of a footer and be like I wonder what's coming probably nothing and then like the support show up for Dragster and it's like holy shit Okay, yeah, I I mean I'm still giving it to Don though because his shit goes back to the seventies. It can go back to the seventies, but he's still petty as fuck. Well he's he's the original Kings Island fanboy. What do you think it's gonna happen? Right. <laughs> Giga RMC son of beast, bro. <clears throat> uh they're gonna announce it and then it'll be Something will be up with it. Yeah. I don't know what it'll be, but... Not good. I'm, I'm curious. Maybe maybe that's where they can have a, a scare zone this year. Oh, God. Well, oh, yeah, they are one of the few parks staying... <clears throat> or it's just Ohio staying open. I don't know. I know Six Flags announced they're doing a Halloween thing without haunted houses. They said they're doing a harvest festival in Ohio this year was like what they called it. They're like, you can buy a pumpkin that a bunch of kids already touched. Mm -hmm. It's just like a farmer's market deal. Sounds like uh, what the Hershend parks do instead of a Halloween event. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you can get a 15 dollar eight ounce jar of preserves that's gonna go bad in a week you're not incorrect <laughs> but so I, what, I, I love me some Hershen parks they're I, great I it's just that, like the whole Jesus thing weirds me out what do you say I mean there's nothing like going on Outlaw Run in the dark in November when it's 30, 33 degrees outside and all you see is their like little Christmas village. 
off in the distance and everything else is pitch black. It's just like kind of comical in that regard. I mean, Silver Dollar City is an awesome park. One of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sp- oh, man. well speaking of Hershey or Hershen, um, what part? <laughs> what? What parts have the best bathrooms? I mean, it's Dollywood. Hands down, Dollywood. They're one. They're air conditioned. And two, they're always clean. And for a park like Dollywood with all the buffets they have and they're able to keep the bathrooms clean, bravo to the park services team. Yeah, you know. And clientele, yeah, good job. It's funny too because like, well, there's two different theories I have. One is that all the people and the EVC people are so like backed up that they only shit once a week. But two, like... (laughs) But two, like, uh, yeah, I never thought about this, really. And then I came to realize that Dollywood is the only park I've actually taken a shit at. And I'm going to say since, like, probably 2007, maybe even my whole life. Yeah. So I will also, I have a uh, runner-up, which I was very surprised by. Um Lagoon, super clean as well. Hmm. Spotless, but like I remember, the, yeah, I remember the park being really nice. I don't remember the bathrooms, but probably they gotta keep them clean for those down low scruff hookups. Yeah, all the Mormons. <laughs> no glory holes that I found at least. Uh. <laughs> that would be a sight. <laughs> oh god it's like Luke wasn't here oh no <laughs> so uh what's your worst media day or enthusiast event or opening day experience oh god um <laughs> oh you know there's gonna be a good good story when that's the response um, I don't have like. Oh God, there's got to be something. I did like um. Again, like so when X two opened as X two and rebranded, there was like a mini like RC Pro event, and it was just like I was like the oldest one there at like twenty or nineteen or twenty. And I was like, oh, my God, this is literally the worst thing ever. Like, I feel so out of place right now. Um, I mean, I haven't had too terrible a luck. I guess, like, the worst opening day experience was I went to Worlds of Fun, and it was snowing on opening day, so everything was shut down. So oh, I literally shit. paid for my pass and never went back. So that's... That's about it. I don't have too much. Yeah. Well, um, what um, I I lost track of the questions. No, oh, the what's, longest in line. Yeah, what's what's the longest you've waited in line? Ooh. 
Um, so the longest wait was on the Disneyland reopening of Tomorrowland in 98 for Rocket Rods. Uh, clocked in about five to six hours. And that's when, like, do you guys know, like, remember the backstory of that ride? The People Mover meets Test Track. Yes. Except Test Track was, it was prototype. And Test Track... Test track worked, and they didn't put a 40-mile-per-hour launch on the people mover track, essentially. fucking unbanked turns. Right. Um, It went five miles an hour around the entire track. It was atrocious. Um, Yeah, that was was a, a rough one and definitely not worth it. So wait, I didn't realize that was on the people mover track. So they yeah. just they just like up converted it or Yep. Huh. Yeah, they, they just had it used the people mover track. Didn't didn't really change I mean, I don't know all the specifics of what they did or didn't do, but they didn't bank anything and they it was supposed to, you know, be like test track and did not work. And it's still sitting there empty. Oh, I didn't realize it was still up. Uh, so, like, the the track goes all through Tomorrowland. They can't tear it down. Like, they feasibly cannot tear down the people mover track that they have there. And it's not like they can rebuild or they can't put the people mover back because it would have to meet the ADA requirements. Which it's nowhere near up to code for. Huh. Yeah, no, they, they would have been grandfathered in. Yeah. But they fucked that up, so. They done fucked up AA, Ron. <laughs> they would have to spend way more money than they would ever hope to get an ROI out of to get people mover in Disneyland operational again. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. I'm, actually, I'm watching a POV of it now. So that only lasted what, like a year? Um, it lasted a couple months, and then they shut it down because, like, it was literally like coming off the track. Um, no, that's always good. And like, it was like you were getting like a hard lean, like going around the turns, and like apparently it lifted up, and then uh, yeah. Then they shut it down, and then they like threw a bunch of brakes on it, and then it just wasn't a thing. Yeah, it looks very, uh, very like segmented. It's just like stop, go, stop, go. Yeah. And the the trains were like they set five people, which oh, that's great capacity. Yeah, and it was like. So, singles for the first three and then two people in the back. So, kind of like how the old Splash Mountain boats used to be. But, you know, actually segmented. And, yeah, who thought this was a good idea, honestly? That's the real question. Like, how did this get approved? Michael Eisner. Okay, there you go. I do love the random acceleration, though. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's, just looks so funny. 
But like the random stops in the middle because there's so many trains on the track, you it's not clearing blocks, so you had to like stop in the middle. Yeah. It was just a joke. Yeah, nothing like it I don't understand how anyone could ever think, yeah, let's take a really slow family ride and we can easily turn it into like a thrill ride. A 20, 30 minute journey on the people mover. Let's turn it into a three minute throw ride, but not mess with the track at all. Okay. Oh, rocket rods. I'm fascinated by that ride though. Yeah. It was kind of, it was interesting. God, this POV is just driving me crazy. We're stopping like in innovations. It's pretty funny you said that, too, because we just talked to uh, my brother-in-law here on the show, and he said the same thing. Rocket rides, longest wait in line. Yeah. That's a, that's a common theme. It seems like you guys who grew up don't go into Disneyland realize that there's a certain precipice of you've waited too long in line for a ride, and then you go, I'm never doing that shit again. So, I mean, I'm not one who's going to go to uh, Disney World and wait 12 hours or Slinky Dash. (laughs) Or Hagrid's. (laughs) I mean, Slinky, I went three years ago over like Labor Day weekend. Slinky was literally a 12-hour wait. A 12-hour wait for a family mock coaster. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Florida has no, like, sense of time. They just like, oh, hey, let's get to the park at 4 a.m. so we can get a, a a ticket so we can wait in line for six hours at 7 p.m. And maybe get on that Star Wars ride. God. Yeah, I mean, that was the whole point of when we went. <clears throat> I said I refused to go to Florida or go to Disney World inside, like, two years after that opened. Because there was just no no reason to go. Because I'm not going to sit in just stupid crowds. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting once everything reopens. Perhaps that dynamic will change a bit, but we will have to see. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not going to dare make a prediction right now. Well, like, I remember the... Um... In the beginning, it was like, oh, hope maybe parks will stand reservation systems, you know, forever. But I feel like no parks actually follow through with the reservations anymore. Disney's still doing it. Oh, really? Okay. Shit. Yep. I think Six Flags is still doing it. I just looked at uh, Frontier City and it said reservations required. Oh. Yeah, I think mainly just like smaller parks have abandoned it. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> Well, Cedar Fair is doing like the ride ticket thing, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I thought I remember like opening day, they were like handing out like tickets at the front of like each ride with like your ride time, and only those people could ride that day. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just kind of just, I haven't gone to any parks this year. I, kind of decided 
being in a high risk group, better not to. Yeah. Other than Glenwood Caverns, driving back from Vegas, it, and one one exception, got married on the Big Apple coaster. Yay! Oh, nice. <laughs> So went to Vegas, rode that coaster, and stopped at Glenwood Caverns on the way home. But we drove from Chicago to Vegas. That's impressive. That's that's a hike. Yeah, no, but it was dope, though. Once you get to about Denver, it's beautiful. Yeah. Until Denver, it sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, but at least it gets really interesting halfway through. Yeah, that's true. And you can get weed. That's also true. So, you know. But other than that, no parks this year. So I have no idea what most parks are doing. I'm like, I'm not going. So I'm not going to pay attention to how many rules and regulations that are going to be changed. Yeah. That are going to be here for a year. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping next year will be better. I think all of us are. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but you know, uh, what's the best kitty coaster you ever been on? Uh, there's no other conversation. It's Howler at Holiday World. Um, okay, all right. For the reason that uh, my restraint wouldn't close, and the guy, uh, I was getting ready to get off. He's like, "Just hold it down. I trust you." That sounds what like a Holiday World story. <laughs> and that was it. And. So I went around, no restraint. I mean, the ride out literally jumped off like the platform and like picked up a hat mid ride. So he pulled like the like the worst thing you can do. He did not give a single fuck. But like it was just like a hilarious encounter because I'm in line with like everyone else who I was with. It was a huge group. There was like 15 of us. They had all written it earlier. I actually got like, um, like a m- almost like mild heat stroke, so I had to go sit in the car for like an hour to cool down. Um, so I went back. I was like, okay, I need to get Howler, and they're like, well, we already wrote it. We're not writing it again. So I'm standing in the station alone, around a bunch of little kids, and then I just made a fool of myself on the ride, just like yelling and being a dumbass. Um, absolute blast and i like walked out head held high i was like i have no shame for this right now and it's amazing nice i mean i take it you didn't have a signature holiday world no lap bar experience yeah i mean it was that's the only good thing that's come from holiday world Wait, wait, the only wait, hold on. What which which one are we referencing when we say the only good thing to come out of Holiday World? Is that a Howler ride? Oh, okay. Sorry, my mind is dark. Jeez. <laughs> oh no, I totally just remember or realized what you were thinking of. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh well, that went over my head. Hey, I didn't stand up, so we're all good. 
<laughs> there it is. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, it's uh, <laughs> been a long day. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, ooh, just ooh, that was an oof moment for me. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, I, I, uh, all right. Do you regret being here yet, or do we have to? I mean, <laughs> that moment right there might have might have pushed it a little bit, but no. <laughs> oh god! You never know where you're gonna go with these questions, Ben. No. Go ahead. <laughs> um. So, what's the best uh, dragon wagon you've been on? Haven't. Unless you count Howlander's one. Oh, yeah. Pretty much the same question. Yeah. Ben, do the next two. Well, first, I I just got to say randomly that I didn't realize that Energylandia has 15 roller coasters operating. Yeah. Damn. Um, Yeah. With like two or three more under construction right now. Yeah, it's crazy. That place is pretty much a living RCT scenario. Pretty much. It's also probably like a drug smuggling ring, but hey. Well, who knows? The government pumped a bunch of money into it. Yeah. Like the guy who owns it, he's um, he owns a bunch of nightclubs in Europe. So. Dude, maybe he's related to the guy who owns Mount Olympus. They seem very similar, like, part wise. <laughs> okay, but I also just realized that they're basically, like, all kitty coasters. Yeah. There's, like, nine. There's a lot of shit. So, like, he's been on record, like, saying, like, his whole plan was, like, to, like, get families in the park. And then, like, once he gets the families in start building the shit that he's doing now, and then, like, they're going to go back to the front of the park and redo it. Okay. That's a good move. So, hopefully just, it won't be that way for, you know, too <clears throat> longer, but... Insert the intro from Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie where they go, We still got your fucking money! I mean, they can take all of my money. I mean, I'm ready to see what else they got. I mean, it's like that's the only place where I don't mind postponing a trip. I'm like, yeah, because I mean, if you postpone it, you're just, <clears throat> oh, hey, no, I'm going to get a tilt coaster too. Oh, darn. Yeah, they're going to have four more coasters. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> or just yeah. be like James Larson by a season past. God, I love that guy. That guy is amazing. Yeah, dude, he's a trip. He's uh, He's a fun dude. Yeah. And also, um, since we're talking about him, shouts out to Blake. Hopefully you got a quick recovery. Yeah, no kidding. That's crazy. Yeah, he, he called me out saying Blake was still going for 300 after having his surgery. And I'm still sitting here barely at 200. But hey, my 200th coaster is a slam dunk on anyone else. So I don't even care. What's it going to be? I, I got a access. Or what is it? So we uh, we did the access prototype back in June. Oh shit! Holy yeah. fuck! How was it? Um, the fact that it's in my top fifteen 
as a prototype should tell you a lot. That fucking like zero G roll looking portion, that part looks like it's got crazy ass airtime. Um, so there wasn't really airtime <clears throat> on it. Um, it was just like I don't know how to describe it. So, like, literally the first thing I thought of after getting off that ride was they could literally just start, I mean, using the term incorrectly, RMCing suspended coasters. But, like, accessing suspended coasters. That would be awesome. The concept, I mean, it's amazing. It's truly, I fully expect to see those at like most major parks inside the next five to 10 years. And I would be shocked if Disney and universal don't jump on it for something super heavily themed. Like that's like, imagine we say this all the time on, on our podcast, but a trend, like a star Wars trench run, with an access coaster would literally be like the ultimate coaster experience. Yeah. Especially if it had like thematic elements going on. Yeah. And like rock work and shit and physical sets. Yeah. I mean, we'll literally like, cause me, Marcus and Mark, we game pretty much every night together and we'll literally just be sitting there like playing games. And then we'll like be like, Imagine like Quidditch as an Axis coaster or the trench run or something like that. We'll like randomly just think about it. And then we all just like go, holy shit, that would be amazing. Like it's, it's something that we all just like, it left that big of an impression on us. Damn. I want to ride that shit. I emailed S and S when we were heading out to Vegas, but hoping that they might let us on for this little dog and pony show, but no, no, no such time. luck. No, that's a bummer. Eh, whatever. Win some, lose some. Yeah. I figured, you know, the worst that could happen is I would hear no. Right. Like, so at least I tried. You don't know the answer unless you ask, so. But also I realized that they were taking a very smart approach to marketing that ride oh, with yeah. that prototype. And letting a bunch of uh, coaster-related content creators out there. Yeah, I mean, we we went as Coaster Force as well, and then actual like the actual video guys for Coaster Force went out. Uh, Jerry and Scott went out. Good uh, guys, I know Jerry, and we've had Scott on the show. Known him yeah, for a long so time. They went out two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I don't even remember at this point. Um, and they got like the actual, like, you know, like the 4k video where we were just like doing like the cell phone stream and, but like word of mouth spread on that quickly of how amazing it was. And, like, we have people like with the platforms that we have just like spread it. It's going to take off. And I mean, they knew what they were doing. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, really no no better way to market it nowadays to a park than to be like, look, the the social media 
presence of this. It's like it's selling itself. Yeah, I mean, that was their whole point was they literally said, we haven't had anyone be able to get on it because one, COVID, and two, like the prototype was ready like for IAPA and it was too cold in Utah at that time for people to go on it. So we were like some of the first people on it. Well, that's dope as fuck and maybe I'll try them again next year. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I, well, I don't know if it'll still be up next year. Eh, if it is, it is. If it isn't, it isn't. Just, let me just leave that one there. So, sounds yeah. like you guys might be dropping some inside info over at Drunk Riders. I, I mean, there's no actual inside info. It's just kind of, I'm just gonna make a a hot take claim that it's probably not gonna be. I mean, the steeplechase was kind of in ruin, so. But if they uh, if they were able to get people out, which I heard some other people who had gone on it make the comment that they had uh, they had someone interested in purchasing the access. Oh, okay. Well, that I, would certainly I, take precedence. I think that was the whole point. Well, the whole point was to get people to test it out and see, and then they'll go from there of what what it's going to look like. Well, not gonna not gonna keep rolling down the speculation train then. <laughs> um, you ever asked a ride operator out? Absolutely not. I'm not that fucking desperate. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you did date somebody in a park, and they had some associated benefits, you know, to the department, what department would you pick? God. Um, shit, I have no fucking idea. Because that was honestly something I never thought. I mean, I worked at a couple different parks. Um, back in never the like never like hooked up with a with like a foods girl to get some French fries. No, I I mean you kind of have to go funnel cake, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm like, yeah, I guess foods would be the like the way to go. But yeah, no. No, not for me. <laughs> well, um, what's the most annoying experience you've had with a theme park employee? <clears throat> I mean, I think I was it when I had like the insert generic fury shirt on? I think some like someone like it was clearly a goon ride up, and he's like, "Why do you have that shirt? Where'd you get that shirt?" And he was just like, and then he started like asking me a ton of questions. I was like, "I don't want to have this conversation," even though that's ninety percent of the reason I'm wearing this shirt is like to self promote. Um, but it was like he was just like. Super greasy and just like, Ugh. nah, I'm good, bud. <laughs> well, um, how about Rob Elvey? Have you met him? Um, so I, oh, yeah, I that's right. You had, yeah, we are, we talked, yeah, so the Thompson Media Day that that's the best one when he was pissy, he fought his way for like the front row 
and then I got the back row on the first training Tatsu. What did, um, what did that look like? Was was he like with his camera like duct taped to his hand, and he's like, everyone move. Like people were like, move out of the way for Rob. Like they were like the worshippers. Like this was like peak Rob Albia's as God. <laughs> and like everyone's like, get out of the way so Rob can get up. And I'm picturing Ski Hill. <laughs> oh yeah. It was really cringy. <clears throat> yeah. But I was just cracking up as we were leaving the station. And it was also like an overnight event, so it was like it was literally four fifteen in the morning when the first ride happened, and they had like a big old like floodlight because they were doing like the national, like Good Morning America was there like filming like they had like a segment, so they had to have like the big ass floodlights for the cameras. So it wasn't even like i guess it would count as a night ride but like they had the floodlights so it didn't really count so and then he was also at uh, i was also at new texas giant media day and he was there um no interaction really with him there just he had like a mob of like goons surrounding him and i just kind of laughed as i walked by gross yes Although, with that said, Rob, we'd still love to have you on the show. <laughs> he yeah. he answered my email and said that he would come on the show, but then he never answered any of my follow-up emails. Oh, my gosh. Well, don't want him to listen to this one. Uh, we've, we've had... Uh, I mean, there's a reason that's one of our questions. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Oh, so like uh, in your experience, and this is a good good seg. What park has the most overweight guests? Magic Kingdom, and it's not even a fucking conversation. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> it's there's really no competing it. Like literally pound for pound. <laughs> hey. Pound for pound, the biggest park. Um, so we talked about overrated coasters. Or, all right. Well, what's your overrated opinion? Coaster opinion. Uh, Voyage. Okay. Ma 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 So, uh, in that any particular reason why? Um, I think it's pretty painful. Like, so when I rode it the first time, so that was my hundredth coaster. It was like my number one coaster for like four or five years. And then I went back and like, I could only ride it once cause it was so painful. Um, I'm also kind of, kind of a little bit of a bitch when it comes to roughness on coasters. I'll admit that myself. Um, like if it's not pretty smooth, I'm not going to enjoy it. And, uh, I guess the other overrated one kind of on that same note is gold striker. I absolutely hate that ride. I think it's ass. Why? But if I did, people get all pissy. Oh man, that's like my favorite GCI. Um, Mystic Timbers says hello. Mystic Timbers doesn't have enough like speed sensation. If that makes sense, I don't know. I I thought Gold Striker was great. 
per it was like because it's got all those low to the ground turns and it's very uh fast paced airtime is yeah i mean i was i was already so like the park was already ruined for me at that point um just from like the operations of the day and just how everything was going and then like there was like an hour wait because it didn't open for three hours after the park did and then i was expecting like something great and it was just like i I don't know if I just had like a really bad ride on it because I was with Mark on that trip and he, they, he loved it sitting one row in front of me and I literally hated every second of it. And I only got one ride, so I couldn't even like test the theory again. I mean, it's interesting because I did hear, it seems like half the people love it, half the people hate it. I don't know. I remember. I haven't ridden it, but I really want to. I remember when it first came out and the POV was released. Everyone thought it sucked too. Yeah. It's like it doesn't do anything. So, we're we're going into to soliciting hot takes here. Topper track, is it wood or hybrid? Topper or iron horse? Topper. Wood. I, I'm hard on that wood. It's a it's a wooden coaster. Is there a diff- lightning rod and outlaw run are wooden coasters? They're not hybrids. But do you think there's a but the does the difference of track design make any difference? Like, I mean, I always like I always like. I always think about like the ledgers. So like Outlaw Run uses wooden ledgers and it's like yeah. a wood coaster, but then Lightning Rod it it's like all steel except for the four layers of wood or whatever. They're a little different. Yeah, I mean I like saying hybrid because it fucks with people and people get mad. Yeah, I, I can't I mean I can't it, it's a wooden coaster to me. I'll ca- I say the iron horse or hybrid. I don't call those steel. I call it hybrid. What? Whoa. Was that like that hot of a take? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, those are hybrid coasters to me. Nah, no, those are steel. Good. I mean, they me. definitely trend towards, like, I only, I, I don't split my rankings. I'm very much like, Wood or steel, like so, like gun to my head, I'm, I'll call it a steel, but like I consider it a hybrid if I'm like looking at it. What about um? What about like Gemini and Excalibur and Cedar Creek Mine Ride? Um, so those are I call those steel. I don't see those as hybrid, and I know that's like you literally just said the same thing but opposite. What about like? Hades or like the voyage or like so those Coney Island Cyclone so those are what those are wood I know I'm I'm kind of fucking with you guys right now (laughs) like you're like what the fuck is this guy talking about should have seen it coming probably 
Damn it, we get too too serious into our own goddamn troll questions. Well, no, I mean, like, I think it'd be funny to, like, there needs to be more, like, I want to see an official, like, like some Acer put out an official guide. It's like, this was established in 2003 at an old country buffet in, I don't know, Acorn, Georgia. At a Cracker Barrel in Branson, Missouri. <laughs> the Ace Commission of Missouri um, stated that this is... Um, God damn it. <sighs> Sorry, I just I just got a text message. Um, you guys know my boy Branderson, right? Yeah. Have you seen like he's doing like masks right now? He's like, making he's them? Like, coaster masks. Okay. So he just sent me one. And... Damn it, if it's not the most beautiful fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's a fucking Gal Gadot mask. Wonder Woman, and it's fucking gorgeous. Sorry, that was like really tangent hard right there, but... That's alright, get a plug in for those masks. Yeah, I mean... The, the guy's got to go on more coaster trips, apparently, because last year he was at, like, 140, and now he's at, like, 290. Um, just, like, selling shirts and shit, so good for him. It's hilarious how you guys get all caught up on the fucking coaster counts. <laughs> Are you guys not into that shit? I only still keep track because I've had the... Like, I took about... Kind of, Ben and I both took about a decade off from this shit. Okay. I just still had my thing exactly up to date because I was really out of it for like a decade. So okay. I kept it going from there. Which okay. is the only reason I still have my exact count now. If I were to have to restart from all the shit that I did back from like 05 to 2010, there's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. No, I. so like I get shit for not being on like that many coasters, so... Um, like Marcus and Mark have clearly been on a lot more than me, but like they just give me so much shit for it. So, yeah, yeah. I guess that's like the goony thing we do is we keep track. I I always like to make the joke that it's not a whose dick is bigger contest. Yeah, I mean, that's also... Until it is. I agree with that, so... But then when you, uh, when you... When you can always drop the... Uh, my 200th was a prototype, that's just like kind of like dropping your dick on the table and be like, fuck you. <laughs> there it is. There it is. All the cards are out now. <laughs> Like, who's next? Like, let's go. All right. Well, I know you guys like uh, this question. Ben, go ahead. I don't even know uh, which one. Oh. Um, do you have any buffet horror stories? Wait, wait, wait. Back it up. Oh. What up? Orion, is it a giga or is it uh, a not a giga? I mean, you guys have seen the shirts I made, right? That we had made, right? Uh, I think I saw him on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Onion287. 
yeah, it's it's a fucking hyper. Tallest hyper in Ohio. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, here's another. Okay, I'll hit you guys with a real hot take real quick. Um. Oh God, how how should I phrase this? I want to I want to get as hot take as possible. Um. The best thing for Magnum would be to ter- be turned into scrap metal. Oh, you don't like Magnum? Ooh. I don't like Magnum. That's fair. Yeah, not a fan. It takes a while. It takes a really well. People got real pit. Like, people actually like got like legit mad. I mean, it takes a real seasoned coaster rider to learn how to appreciate that ride. So, I get that. Not everybody is up for it. The fact that like any ride has to be, um, you have to sit in a certain seat on a certain train, it means it's not a good ride. And I'll die on that hill. I mean, like I, it's funny. I I didn't like Magnum until I rode it about fifty times, and now it is my favorite roller coaster. It's. Uh, yeah, it's a weird ride, but I love it. I can't. That's not great. It's kind of shit. And by kind of shit, I mean it's shit. I love... Oh, I love Magnum. It's like a... It's like the last... I don't know. It's like one of the last good Arrow legacy coasters around. Like that style of ride is gonna die and it's never gonna come back and it's a little sad. I I like I like rides that kind of simulate car accidents. You know, like getting thrown around, riding on triangular bunny hills. It's great. Yeah. It's definitely a uh, an opinion. Although, well, the thing, though, is like when Steel Vengeance opened, it's funny comparing like the one thing that's cool about Magnum is like when you look at the people's on ride photos, like everybody is like having a great time, smiling, hands up, all that kind of stuff. And then you look at the on ride photos of Steel Vengeance and everyone's just kind of like sitting there with their hands in their lap, just like still looking straight forward, kind of smiling. Yeah. No. Why are you studying on-ride pictures? Well, so you know they have that uh, on-ride photo pass thing where you get, they like automatically upload the photos into a, like an account. You can go on and see them later. Yeah. Well, like uh, what a few years ago, actually it was a Jonathan. So like, this group, they, they saved like all of our on-ride photos. And it was just funny. Like the Magnum ones, everyone's like laughing their ass off. And then on, on like steel vengeance, everyone's just kind of like sitting there like silent. It's kind of funny. My point was that Magnum is a special thrilling coaster that fucks with people. And it's great. I mean, we can all be wrong about something. That's okay. I'm going to go ahead and say your sample size was a bit too small. 
What a, okay. Well, what about this? Have you written Desperado? Yes. What about that one? I'm so glad that thing will never see the light of day again. No. Oh man, that's like, I love that ride. It's like my number. It was my number three for a while. Oh god. Oh god. See, I enjoy getting beat up because X two is my number one. Um, but I don't like feeling like I'm just going to be murdered by the design of a track. Is X2 really your number one? Yeah. So So your favorite coaster is an arrow. What's that? So your favorite coaster is an arrow. Yeah. Like people act like I don't like arrow, but I, I mean, my favorite coaster is an arrow. Now there there's some nostalgia with that one. Like so anytime I go ride a new coaster, X2 always is like the first one I'll drop, like lower. And then like I go back and ride it. I'm like, why did this fall from like my number one spot? This ride's amazing. Um so it's just I, I always go back and I always love it. I still have not I don't think there's a better until I go on Ijinaka or Dinoconda and ride those um, Asian 40s, I don't think there's going to be a drop that beats that. Damn it, I need to ride that ride in the back row. What, X2? Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I I've like the front been one in the front. <clears throat> Just the hang on that drop is just, yeah, pretty, pretty fantastic. So you have any buffet horror stories? I have horror stories of what happened after going to a buffet, but no. Well, that works. No. Oh, which one? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's the worst? I mean... We want Just, names. You know, you get the uh, at Dollywood, and you have the buffet, and you're standing in line for uh, Thunderhead. You're like, oh no, this isn't going to end well if I get on this ride. And, and then you got a Thunderhead coming out of you. About 45 minutes away, walking. That's what it felt like. That was that was a rough. Experience. Did you uh, get any hemorrhaging? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It was it was an experience that was. Uh, yeah, I don't want to relive that one. But hence, Dollywood bathrooms are clean. Yeah, I was gonna say at least you were at the park with the best bathrooms. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's not like I was at a Six Flags park when that happened. <laughs> Where there's always like an inch of standing water on the floor. Yeah, so like go back to like Magic Mountain in 05 when like, you know, there was all the fights out front and it was like really run down um, when they were considering selling it so it could become like a housing development. Like that era of Magic Mountain when they didn't even have seats on the toilets. Yeah. That was an actual thing. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, no seats on toilets? 
Yeah, so like some of like the toilets they had didn't have seats. Oh shit. Yeah. Or no shit. Or hover shit. Ooh. Hover shitting or, is good to build up your quad muscles. Yeah. Not not for me. I'll, I'll pass on that experience. I've done a few hovers and like porta potties. Think. Yeah, that's about the. Well, if it was in uh, Samurai Landing, it could have been them being like it's accurately themed. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Jesus! So, uh, cotton candy? Is it a candy or a snack? What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck is this bullshit? Um, <laughs> okay, go with snack with two C's because it's thick. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> you know our our friend Drew the intern. You know him, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Drew. He after he came on our show, he recommended that we ask that question. So you can blame Drew the intern for I'm that. I'm going for that. Good lord. You should tweet at him about it. I might. I might, do, I might just do that. I might just send out a tweet. Hey, Drew, is cotton candy a snack or a candy? <laughs> and just see what he says. He'll tweet eight fucking tweets back at you explaining his answer. I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to do it from my... Uh, my Twitter account, rather than Joe Ryder Twitter account, for once. <laughs> I do all my shit posting from the Drunk Rider account. That's uh, that's how I use the your favorite coaster sucks one. Because Ben's not even on Twitter, so that's, that's my thing, and he's taken over the Instagram pretty much, so it works. Funnel cake or ice cream? Oh shit. Is it like a Sunday or is it like a cone? And that's the fat guy in me talking. Whichever way you prefer the ice cream, except for on top of the funnel cake. That's not the option. It's a, oh, this is an either oh. or. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. Can I can I say neither and go for uh, Dollywood cinnamon bread? Is that an option? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess it's more like funnel cake than ice cream, but like when your first stop and last stop in the park is to get um, cinnamon bread and like a group of 10 grown adults, like literally walk over and get a loaf of bread for themselves and then get one before we leave. Yeah. Oh, I, damn. I think my crew knows how to fuck up some um, cinnamon bread. I don't think I've ever had it. Oh, man, you are missing out. Absolutely missing out. I'll have to try it whenever I get back to Dollywood. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Silver Dollar City now has it, too. Like, the exact same thing. James was telling us that when we were in uh, Utah. Oh, snap. Yeah. Because he was there, like, two days before. He took the kids to go, like, on Father's Day or something. Oh, hey, I'm going to take the kids to Silver Dollar City. And he's like, 
holy shit, they have cinnamon bread. So, yeah. What about... Well, yeah, go ahead, Ben. What about mice? Do you prefer the dead one or the Mickey one? Uh, the Mickey one, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's Mickey, for sure. I was surprised how quickly that question lost its relevancy. Like, Has that does that not even do anything anymore? Yeah, that's the thing is we've had some younger guests on this show and they're like, what? <laughs> oh, God, really? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, jeez, Showing your age there a little bit, guys. Yeah. 31 never looked this fucking sexy, though. Okay. <laughs> I have entered the chat, sir. Look, I know we've got some fucking stiff competition with all these coaster boys. <laughs> ah, stiff competition. I don't know. I'm liking, I'm really settling into my 30 body. As a gay man, it's great. I mean, everyone complain. Like, you see so many people complain, oh, 30 sucks. I fucking love it. Yeah, man. 30 is way better than 20s. I mean,. I don't get shit when I rock my New Balances and my Oakleys and my generic brand hat, like going total dad, going out and mowing the yard. Like no one's going to give me shit. I mean, everyone's going to give me shit for it, but like I give zero fucks now. I rock those New Balances with a smile on my face. It's it's a great feeling to be like, I'm doing me, so fuck you if you don't like it. Mm Mm-hmm. Screw you guys, I'm going home. (laughs) Oh, shit. So, Mike, you guys ever take a season break at the Drunk Riders? Um, we don't really, we haven't done a season break. We're, uh, we're charging hard. We actually have episode 100 100 coming up here, um, in a couple weeks. So we're kind of prepping to go hard for that one. Um, this is like the longest stretch we've gone without like taking a like the longest we've gone is like one week off I think. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, so like we've been going hard for a while now. I don't know if like after we hit a hundred, we might take a week or two off. Um, but like you'll see pretty much a rotation like in the summer. Like I'll miss a a week here and there. Um, Mark will miss a week here and there, and then if Marcus isn't available. We just don't record that week because um, he has the controls for Discord. So um, I think right. So we're going to do the hundredth episode, and I think we'll probably take a week or two off after that. But we want to make sure that we uh, we have that Six Flags announcement set and ready to go. Wait, isn't that this week? Are they doing it still? I thought I saw that. I thought it was the 21st. That's this week. Well, we'll, we'll know by the time that this air, this airs. So. Um, let's see. Okay, August 27th. So we got an extra week. So, yeah, that'll be our uh, 99th episode when we recap uh, 
the new for 2021, 20, uh, six flags coasters. So the rethemed of, uh, whatever the fuck they go with. Yeah. Riddler's rectal exam. Riddler's rectal exam. Yes. Yes. That one. (laughs) God, what a great, great name. Man, I can't wait for more uh, Catwoman's Whip, um, Riddler's Revenge, all the shit. Joker. Jokers. I, th- I think every park has a Joker now. That'll be Joker something else. The Revenge of Joker. Joker sex sling. Oh, now we're talking. That's where, like, the, um... This is gonna be a fucked up comment. I literally... I should probably stop no, myself, ahead. but I'm not going to. It, like... like the, the Joker's sex swing, but it's, like, the, um... The fireball from the Ohio State Fair a couple of years ago where the arm breaks mid-ride and just drops you in a pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they have to, like, try and, like, save you, like, um... Shoot the rapids. And like try and flip it over so you guys don't drown. So, you know, Joker's asphyxiation. <laughs> I was on a shoot the rapids boat that sunk. Yep. That was scary and funny. So Wait, what? I rode shoot the rapids when they were doing so. Like Cedar Point will test their rides with employees before they get it inspected by the state, and they have to run a bunch of cycles or whatever. Yeah. So. We rode shoot the rapids, and it was like one in the morning. There's a like a thunderstorm, like ten miles away, lightning in the sky, raining, and uh, yeah, the boat sunk and the water went up to our chest. <laughs> it's pretty shit. funny. And like thinking back on that accident, I was like, shit. If all if like any time that ride is operating, that um, ride night would probably have been the second highest risk for a boat to fall off the lift like that. So I'm glad that didn't happen. I think, you know, in retrospect, sinking on a boat is a lot funnier than, you know, falling back on a lift hill, but. Yeah. God. Jesus. It's like a family. It's a family water ride with a 70 inch height (laughs) requirement. Had a Cedar Fair day. And that's the thing. Those <laughs> lap bars are, uh, you know, they're they're well engineered. So the boats have those stupid foot troughs. So there's like a divider in between your feet. So you can't really move your legs side to side. And then the lap bar, you know, comes down pretty heavy and it's over the, over the, over the head. So it's pretty restrictive. That's what was so scary about it. Hmm. Jesus, yeah, and you're tall. So if it was up to your chest, someone my height might have been looking straight up. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> I'm sure. Damn. Holy fucking shit. So, yeah, go check out the Drunk Riders. Yeah, we're we're kind of a fucked up group, and uh, we uh, 
We're an interesting group. Uh, me, Mark, and Marcus have been friends for like 10 years. So we have like a lot of callbacks to like shit that like nobody talks about. And then Kevin is real. I need to just say that anytime I go on anything, Kevin is a real person. Uh, he's been like, people don't think he's real, but he's fucking real. So yeah, check us out on, uh, we have like a Facebook, a private Facebook group and a public Facebook group. There's a lot of shit posting in the private one. Uh, we do our slap bets. We do Twitter contests. We do all that shit. So, um, Give us a follow and a listen. And uh, if you want to hear me just like yell incoherent square words at someone else, it's a great podcast to listen to. I was really glad you guys liked the question I sent over last week. Which one was that? If uh, Max Force and Accelerator played chicken, who would win? <laughs> that was a good one. I, I did. You guys. Pre- you guys took that the most literal way you could, which I really appreciated. I mean, I wasn't planning on taking it that literal, but they did. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Marcus is all like, well, Mark, so with an engineering background, why couldn't, uh, could you explain like, I'm like, okay, guys. Yep. Yeah. That's all right. Sub- subvert any kind of expectation. That's where comedy comes from. Especially when you can get into hardcore nerd shit. Yeah. Well, this one's got an 82 mile an hour launch, and this one's 78. This one's 1.8 seconds. What the fuck is happening? The train's way later. What? Uh, Just like 50 bikers went past the street window. It's because you live in Seattle. Anyway. Ugh, all the boring shit. Okay, first of all, uh, shouts to all of our patrons. Join us on Patreon. We're not begging for your money, but you'll have a good time if you do. Because not only will you shout out, shout you out on the show, we're also doing monthly Zoom calls now, and they're fucking awesome. We hang out with everybody. It's a great time. Um, but shouts to these guys. Logan N., Ryan Shoemaker, Brandon Carter, Jared Mullen, Jonathan Hawkins, Nathan Hart, Daniel Puckett, Stephen Feinbaum, Dominic B, Tristan Cox, you guys are the shit, and we appreciate you. And, of course, you can join those ranks real easy by popping over to patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Um, the annoying shit. Hit us up on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of them. Tumblr, because you can't get porn there anymore, so look for us. Um, except for the porn that Ben sent me with the Ace <laughs> shirt on. Very weird shit. I guess that's still on <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> um, leave us a review, five stars, on whatever app you're listening to this podcast with. And this week, we got a request. Tell us something about the Drunk Riders. Mike, what should they tell us about the Drunk Riders? Um, which one of us do you like the most? Is it me, Mike? That's me. Uh, Marcus, Mark, Kevin, or that ass fuck Tom. Which one do you like the most? I'm going to go for, oh, man. I'm not answering. We've had all of you guys on the show now, and you've all been pretty nice, so I can't pick. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you say Mark, because that's pretty much everyone's favorite. Well, actually... 
I can't say because, like, I met Marcus and I haven't met you and Mark, so that gives him an unfair advantage. I'm not. I'm not going to shame anyone for saying Marcus either. I mean, Marcus is one of my best friends, so um, even though he is a bit of a douche sometimes, love the guy. <laughs> but yeah, we're uh, we're an interesting group. So let now, us know, or yeah, let you guys know which one the favorite is. Yeah, leave that as your review. And now we got to try and get Kevin on this show somehow. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he'll just sit here and not say anything for the entire time. That'd be that would be like the ultimate Kevin. I mean, Ben and I would still find a way to record for two and a half hours. I mean, you've done it with me, so yep. <laughs> oh, shit. And yeah, so fuck. That's pretty much it. Check out the Drunk Riders. Do all the other shit we said to do. Give us money. All right. <laughs> yeah, um, all right. Thanks a bunch for listening, and until next time. Your, Your favorite, favorite coaster sucks. sucks.